You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Welcome. This is Suzanne Toro, and you are listening to soul silence and sound brought to you by be simply and i want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to look in and to be listening in right now today we're going to dive into cracking the code uh, on your highest expression in this most present moment so much of this moment on planet earth has been about uh, really the reveal, the reveal on the external, but the internal too. And this process, no matter where you are in your own personal awakening, I want to remind everyone on a spiritual path, this continues. So if we think back to quote unquote, the ancients, the relatively nearby ancients that we have access to esoteric, spiritual and religious texts, that oftentimes we refer to when we're doing that self-inquiry, looking in, that that is a very limited lens. In addition, those reflections were really for in that moment. And even if uh, someone was in a place of being a seer and writing down what was already written for the future. So in the future, you'd read it and say, wow, they knew what was happening. And so this is that aspect where we can get really honest with ourselves, because this process we're going through collectively and individually is truly uh, coming into a state of being that potentially we will all want to retain. And with that, Uh, It requires radical honesty to be really, truly in integrity with self and commit to self that one no longer uh, wants to participate in a certain way of being for themselves, not for anyone else, not for groupthink, not for a trend, not for any esoteric text that was written before here and passed down for you in this most present moment. But that radical honesty takes a lot because uh, you, you might meet yourself where there's a rub, where you have one foot in one world and one foot in the other, and you're not sure how you're going to cross that canyon or get across the crevasse that exists within you and many of us here. And the exciting part about this is that this is a time of invention and innovation and paving the way. So just because someone wrote something way back when, or not so far back, but way back when about what is unfolding right now is nothing more than that. And then one has to ask self, how do you want to show up in this moment? How do you want to lay your path into your future? And this is a conscious decision to have in every moment. Like, hmm, if I take this action, what is that going to feel like in the future? Is that going to be for the benefit of self and others? Or is it going to just immediately uh, put a Band-Aid on something that 
I'm uncomfortable with, uh, or, you know, there's so many different options to ask self. And then, yes, we can look to text to sometimes give us information. However, I would like to remind everyone that when anything's written, there's something is lost in translation. Uh, even if you've ever written a book, when it goes from uh, the writer to the editors and then back to the writer to the editors, back to the writer, a lot gets shifted around. And then the original or, or origin of what was being shared is completely different based on a series of exchanges of ideas, perceptions, and all of that. So when we go to something written, uh, it's really to feel into what does it serve for this present moment. Because a thousand years ago, 5,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago, life is not the same, even in the sciences. So we have some indications, but we are evolving. And as our consciousness evolves, so are uh, our physical temples and our emotional bodies and our eternal body is evolving. And so the the one thing that we can be certain of of the reflections that are here within this world system is that we have polarity and those polarities create tension and sometimes they can serve and sometimes they can go so far apart that the tension in between causes the wire to snap and like tug of war the two people fall to the ground uh, because the tension was so great or one person pulls really hard and lets go and the other person falls to the ground and so this dance that we're doing right now with each other and with ourself is is about that tension that exists within ourself and that self-inquiry will help you understand where you're going because we know the things that aren't working internally and externally. However, it's sometimes a little too inviting to keep repeating those habits. And what that does is that keeps feeding that which doesn't serve our humanity. We know in this moment that that which we co-created on this planet does not serve for the benefit of all. It serves for a few and so when we go through life with the mentality that only one wants to benefit or two or three or a hundred or a thousand, whatever it might be, but there's infinite numbers of expressions of world systems and beings in this universe, that becomes a very tight controlled system that eventually will implode upon itself. And so what's present right now is we have two control systems trying to win your heart, your loyalty, your energy. And so that's why it's so important right now to really get clear and to imagine like what can you do in your life for the benefit of all? Because the macro is an expression of our micro. And so what I've been bearing witness to is a lot of people are really trying to hedge their bet as we come to this moment. And, you know, when we have these two control mechanisms that more than likely, I'm not being fortuitous, or maybe I am, will implode upon themselves because what the guiding principle that has gotten us here is greed, 
not abundance. And so when one comes from a greed mentality, a lack mentality, wanting more than their lion's share, then everything they build is based on that. Yet trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of energy exchanges happen every single day. And we all have the same amount of energy to exchange. No one has more, no one has less. And that's why if you amass, let's just use the word wealth or currency, a huge amount, you will never be able to spend it. You can't even count up to that high. If you sat there, if I sat you down and said, count to a trillion, count to a billion, think about how long it will take you just to count. And so with that being said, the one thing that we've ignored is that the ecosystem that we're in, this world system, is generous, is compassionate. All the trees are compassionate, the animals, the insects. We have the ability to evolve our consciousness. It is abundant and it's generous. And so those pieces are what will lead us out of these dark ages. Yet right now, this jockeying, this holding, this hoarding isn't going to do that. And everyone obsessed with the Armageddon isn't going to get us out of this. Yet you have an opportunity and it's so exciting. You have your energy field and you can decide where you want to express it how you want to express it, how you want to exchange it, and how you want to share it. And within that, some of us are in a place where we're healing, we're transforming. Some of us are in a place where we feel maybe constricted, that we have nothing to give. Some of us are in a place of complete awareness, yet maybe frightened because they don't know where, where to go and how to get there. There's so many different lenses that are out there right now. Yet I recommend that you spend more time inside and really, really understanding where you want to go next, because this isn't a a group think process. A, A tapestry doesn't have one warp and one weft, meaning one thread going horizontal, one thread going vertical. It has many threads. There's not just one star in the universe. There are billions and billions of stars. So each reflection of light, which is you that is listening, has the opportunity to express, give, and make the shifts that you are ready to see. And some of those shifts that you're ready to make have taken strength. There are many people that have stood up in strength and really gotten clear with where they stand, where their line is in the sand. There's also been this huge, amazing opportunity for people to understand what truth is. And it's still not completely being understood because there are a lot of people playing tricks on both sides of the fence. And so that's why the opportunity to get really clear and honest from within, then all you have to do is show up as that in every moment. And that embodiment will assist you in understanding how you can relate to one another, what capacity your brother and sister has here or there. And when you do that, you have more to give. You have more generosity, uh, more kindness, more compassion. 
And the one key here, and that's where this all went haywire for this past epoch here on planet Earth, is receiving. One, generosity will bring the yang energy into balance. Humility will bring the yang energy into balance. And receiving will bring the feminine energy into balance. So I always encourage my students, if you have a quandary, go out in the woods, go out to the beach, go out in nature where you can see a lot of critters. (laughs) You can see birds, ants, insects, animals, all those kinds of things. And notice how they are in harmony with nature. And so no one in nature is uh, jockeying or hoarding except maybe some of our our monkeys, our primates, uh, but they're they're a lot like us. They they uh, you know are part of us, and so when we look at that, is that you know is it fun going into the monkey forest and having to put on a backpack so they can't steal from you? Like that's a good revelation to look at. Like that's not fun. Like how can we help our primates so they have what they need and they don't feel like they have to steal from us to get what they need? You know, and wow, they're ahead of. Me, I can't scale a tree and grab a coconut. Not not right now. Some people can. I know some people that can. Uh, and we could learn. But, you know, they have an agility to them that allows them to move faster, actually, than most humans. So when you go out in nature, you start to see how we can be in harmony. And this is why I've said many times over, people feel good when they go out in nature, when they unplug and they connect uh, to their place in the world. And so if you think of that, I really, really recommend that you spend some time feeling into uh, where you belong, where you're ready to balance your yin and your yang energy, where you are ready to receive. If you are not receiving enough energy to create what you want to give, that's an imbalance. So you want to look and say, okay, I need to actually receive more. And what does that look like? And where can it come from? And because we have these thinking apparatuses and less uh, trust and relationship with our true nature, we tend to feel like we have to force this. But if you go hang out with a tree, uh, you'll notice they receive and they will give. They receive and they give and they don't really receive from humans but they take what they receive our co2 they convert it into air they receive the sunshine and make oxygen they create green ecosystem for us all to live and thrive off of and so it's not them saying i need this so i can do that it's like all right their their role is to do that and guess what? It's provided for in abundance. There's no way we could ever use all that sunshine that's provided for us every single day. No way. So I encourage you in this moment to think about where that imbalance is. And then maybe you're someone that has the alchemy of receiving. You're abundant. Maybe you're one of the high net wealth individuals on the planet, if you happen to be listening, and you receive so much that you have such an enormous 
portfolio of assets, currency, real estate, companies. How much do you need? How much do you need? Figure it out. Yeah, you're you're creating jobs, you're creating industry. Is it best for you to be holding all that in one hand? Or maybe some of that belongs to the people that need to receive so they can create their ideas and serve the world around them. So look at that where maybe you've held on to too much and you're ready to share it with someone, give it here, there, anywhere so that they can receive from you. And then you'll receive from where you need to receive and the the flow will keep going. And it's super abundant. That's why nature shows us this. She's so abundant. We cannot eat all the fruit off the tree by ourselves, Just one. And if you have an apple orchard or a avocado farm, anything, mango grove, you cannot eat all that. So then what do you have to do? You share it. And guess what? where the majority of those resources came from? The sun, the earth, the rain, the weather, the elements. And so that's how we're designed to engage with this ecosystem. Yet we're all in the same place because we're straddling two uh, memories, two programs. And it it's like swimming for the first time. It's like saying, gosh, you know what? I am ready. I am ready to let go of the wall. I'm ready to move my arms and legs. I'm ready to float. I'm ready to receive from the water and realize that it will hold me. You didn't have any objections because you weren't allowed to really when you were in the womb. Everything was provided for you. Everything you needed to eat and breathe, everything by nature. And the other aspect of this cracking the code is, one, you are part of nature. You're designed to receive and give, receive and give. It's constant dynamic flow of energy. You are an electromagnetic being expressing yourself as a human body right now. Everything you need is around you. Number two, we're not designed to store too much energy. We're not. We're actually not even designed to uh, command the attention of thousands, of hundreds of thousands, of millions. That's a lot of energy. And it's an imbalance. And I remember my uh, a dear friend of mine, he's He's been in this position to command the attention of hundreds of thousands of people on stage. And I was standing stage right, and I could feel it all. And I was like, whoa, that's intense. <laughs> and I said to him after, I'm like, wow, there, you feel all that love that's going right towards you. He and his bandmates receive all this love from hundreds of thousands of people. And... Yeah, of course, and when they're, they're offering us their music and they're exchanging it out to the world. However, that imprint is 100,000 to like, you know, maybe 20 people on stage out to 100,000. So the ratio's off. 
So if you think about it, if there's trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of energy exchange every day, there's plenty for everyone. And I know when I uh, take a group out and we do vision quest, I have the capacity only for it to be so large, to go deep, to give them what they need. I would argue that no one has the capacity to truly and authentically command the attention of thousands, of hundreds of thousands of people in a group. And so part of this cracking the code is saying, what is my ability? What is my capacity? And truly understanding and playing with that. And then understanding the exchange in the world of energy so that you can have everything that is required to keep creating that, to deepen it, to master it, and share it. And from there, we will start to evolve as a society. And the control mechanisms that are put in place right now will eventually break down like a dam that holds back the water. That's not part of this world system. It's not part of nature. And so in this most present moment, I encourage you to just take a moment to evaluate where you're at and see where that imbalance is just from that simple yin and yang, the exchange of energy. Spend a little bit more time out in nature and really feel into where your effort is. And then bit by bit, we can help one another shift. Because yes, sometimes it's required that a certain person hold maybe a a certain vision, a project. And then from there, uh, you know, they, it's really important, especially in business, to know how big you want to hold it. What will happen and what's happening right now is the energies are trying to grasp. Everyone's trying to employ greed versus generosity right now. And, uh, you know, kind of at a, a checkmate, a checkmate, if you will, with one another. Just let it go. Let it go. Get clear on what you need, what you need to thrive internally and externally. And then work at retaining that. The mastery, if and any athlete will tell you this, it's one thing. You might go hard for a program for six weeks, 90 days, whatever it might be. But to retain that, keep showing up every single day, uh, with the same regiment, maybe oftentimes every single day, you know, meditation, which we're going to enter into is like this. You show up for the same process every single day. You sit down on a pillow on the floor upright every single day. It's the same action, yet it's completely different and it gets deeper and enriched and is so amazing. So when we get clear, like, okay, uh, for my life to be this, what is my recipe? What is my alchemy to keep things flowing? And where we've been led astray is by this aspect of thinking that our success was determined by numbers in a bank account, by the number of likes on social media, all these funny things, 
Iving did something years ago, and I, I've still held it that way. I set up a second Facebook account. And you can't have zero friends on Facebook, so I have one. <laughs> Alice, you know who you are. Um, and so I have one friend on my alternative Facebook account that's connected even to my business because I, I really want it that way. I'm like, maybe the, the goal is to have one friend, not a million, not to have a blue check. <laughs> maybe the goal is to follow more people than follow you. So as we lead into meditation, yeah, I want to encourage you to play the opposite game with yourself. And really get clear where you're out of balance. And, you know, this is something that's ongoing. Again, it's a repetitive process because of where you are karmically, where you are in your eternal path. So we will wax and wane in, in and out of balance. It's, it truly is, as it is used often as a metaphor, uh, surfing in the ocean, you know, of samsara. And you, you got to keep jumping up on that board and diving into uh, different bodies of water to understand what it means to surf. And so today when we go into the meditation, I, I really welcome you to meet it differently, to meet it with a fresh pair of eyes. Let go of the ideas and the grasping and uh, the, the pride within self. I welcome you to soften that gaze, open up your stillness, open up yourself to the internal aspect of yourself that uh, has so much to offer you. And as you connect to that being, just welcome you to take a soft, gentle breath into your heart center. And then exhale out. And just do a check-in as you breathe in on the left side of your body. Just evaluate how that feels in the physical body just to receive the breath. Inhale. And exhale. How does it feel to give that exhalation out to the world? And then on the left, I want you to feel how it's, would, you could imagine it just to receive everything that you need to sustain that which you are destined to create and give. Inhale. And exhale. And then another one, inhale from the left. I want you to receive everything that you maybe refused in the most recent past, something that you just put, pushed away. Inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, welcoming you to breathe in and out. And 
Just as you enter this meditation, just allow everything just to wash away, fall away, and let it be. And just bring a soft gaze to a focal point. If you're not already in that upright seated position, dropping the shoulders down. If possible, remove any back support just to see how that is. If you need it, that's okay. And then as you lock into that spot, just take one guided breath leading in and then observe your natural breathing pattern. Inhale. And exhale. Again, inhale. And exhale.
So just gently, I welcome you to just bring yourself into Shavasana, reclining completely flat on the floor or bed or sofa, and just lay with your back to that surface, palms face up, and then continue to follow your breath and receive. Mm-hmm. 
Taking a soft, gentle breath into the heart center, gently breathing in and out. Again, inhale and exhale. One more inhale and exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, just welcome you to roll over onto your right or left side and then gently rise up into a seated position. And then gently breathing in and out. Again, inhale and exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, just taking a moment to express silent gratitude for all aspects of yourself. Gently from there as you breathe in and out. Just welcome you to bring 
awareness to my voice and just bringing us back to the journey you have just been on. And as you ease into the next, if inspired, just notice maybe the shift in the physical, mental, emotional body. And if you have anything to write down that you want to remember, you can do that now or make a mental memory, file it away though. Uh, and take into contemplation this week uh, where the imbalance and the old habits exist within the yin, the reception side of your system, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual, and the giving. So receive, give, receive, give, receive, give, where that's out of balance. And to be noted with that word of giving, generosity, uh, that's the sentiment of that energy. So when we create, we know where we want to give it, where it will serve, where we can be generous with it. And then the receiving comes in and that dance continues. And then if you have a little bit of space, take those moments to go out in nature and observe and sit deeply with what your role is in nature. And so... Until next time, I want to give special thanks to Random Rav, Dante Marino, Kadri Scott. Other links are below. And we're going to exit out with Kadri's new single, which is called Be Aware. And it's a perfect uh, punctuation mark for this segment. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a gentle smile, a soft gaze a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.